0: We're back with the crew here on another week, Super Bowl week. Finally, the week of the big game. First off, fellas, how we doing?
1: We're doing just fine. Uh, we're doing just fine. No one Tom Brady crush our hopes and dreams once again by winning the Super Bowl on another goddamn team.
2: Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown have the chance of winning a Super Bowl without Ben Roethlisberger, and that makes me terrified.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Your tree. hey. Oh, man, Zach, how
0: we doing, big man? Um, doing fine. Yeah, first week of classes. I mean, I think fine's a, a good way to put it. Um, we're finally here. We didn't think we'd be here months ago with COVID and just the insecurity of getting games in for all the sports. But here we are, Super Bowl week. Tom and the Bucks are having their the big game in their own backyard against the young gun Mahomes. Lots of storylines in this game. A lot of people are saying this is the best quarterback matchup in a Super Bowl ever. Um, I think it's definitely right up there. I mean, it's definitely the king looking to get eclipsed by the young gun and kind of maybe pass the torch. But what do you guys think of the big storylines and what's your biggest storyline going into this game?
1: The best, I think it's the, bat, the quarterback battle, Mahomes, Brady, basically mm. awful passing of a torch moment. Mahomes, you know, twenty five, up and coming generational talent, half a billion dollar man versus the old fart Tom Brady on his 10th Super Bowl appearance. And it's it's just remarkable to see what's gonna happen here because this is a Super Bowl that no one knows what's gonna happen. Because the like, other Super Bowls that we see, well we basically we kind of expected who was going to win, but this is the one that we don't know. Because the team Bay Buccaneers have a resurgence under Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, Gronk, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin,
2: all the like, all the pieces that he got there. Don't forget AB. A- a- B. Don't forget AB. No no, 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 no,
1: It's called Mr. Big Chest. Get it right. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Oh, I think man. it. I think his chest is sort of toned down ever since he, he decided. You know what? I'm gonna clean up my act in, act in Tampa.
0: He was a. Uh, he went from a rapper to a. Professional big chest uh, throwing stuff at security, but <laughs> the rapper
1: was on The rapper was on.
2: No, AB did did make a few uh, tracks himself, and they really? uh, and I could not stomach even in a minute of any of them.
0: Good. Yeah, it was not good. But uh, before we keep going, Jocelyn, is that a Buccaneers jersey? Uh, yeah, uh,
2: yeah. This is uh, this is a Josh Freeman. And Buccaneers, here's Jersey. Eh? For,
0: those, for those who can't see, Joss is rocking that weird shade of red.
2: And uh, f- <laughs> uh, uh, it's definitely looking like Tampa is fielding a much better quarterback than they did the last time they were in the uh, Super Bowl. I mean, and they won uh, they won that Super Bowl against the Raiders in 0-2 o- uh, completely off of that uh, defense. You can't uh, – you can't tell me that Brad Johnson uh, was, uh, was the reason why they uh, was the reason why they you know won and not uh, and not Rich Gannon throwing five uh, interceptions. But uh, uh, with this, we have uh, the uh, we have uh, the quarterback with the second and uh, most expensive rookie card ever going up against uh, the quarterback who now has the most expensive. Rookie card ever, er, in Patrick Mahomes. Uh, That's uh,
1: honestly, damn true.
2: Well, honestly, this is quite possibly one of uh, the most uh, loaded uh, offensive uh, Super Bowls I've uh, I've seen. But of, uh, because like on uh, on the Buck side, you have uh, you have Brady uh, continuing his. Continuing his 20-year prime, um, who knows if it's going to be uh, more or less prime. Uh, More, he has but uh, two Hall of Fame oh,
0: careers in between the.
2: Oh, is- def- oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. But uh, uh, you, uh you have great Bray- any being uh, being dominant as uh, as always with uh, with finally some receiving talent in in Evans Godwin and uh, Evans Godwin Miller. In, Scotty Miller is definitely his his new joy Edelman, and as much as it pains me to you know, to say that Brady has found a replacement for Edelman, and and yeah, uh, and Gronk and Cameron Bright are, are definitely decent and uh, talents.
1: Receivers as well as a running game Fournette and Ronald Jones.
2: Fournette, Ronald Jones, and hey, and hey, maybe they can still squeeze a little bit of juice out of uh, of Lashawn McCoy. Whereas uh, on the Chiefs, you have if, uh you have Tyree, uh, kill, oh, Travis Kelsey, the Robinson, Kelsey, oh, oh, Rob. oh 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 yeah, yeah that's, that's right, right. Yeah, Marcus right. Robinson, and is one of two Chiefs players is out of the game on Sunday because it's just this oh. week the chief uh, he was one of two Chiefs players to uh, test positive for COVID.
0: But uh, uh I saw Sammy Watkins is gonna play this week. But they're without that left tackle, like we mentioned last week, Fisher protecting Mahomes' blind side. But I mean, I think you have Antonio Brown coming back, and I just think that's gonna create more openings for guys like Scotty Miller and Godwin. But it's like I don't know, you think of that play in the end of the first half against the Packers. What if that was A B and not Scotty Miller? How would the defender have played him? But very interesting to see, and uh, I'm very curious to see how Todd Bowles pre- prepares for uh, the Chiefs, especially after that insane first quarter they had in that game earlier this year where they were on pace for like 1,000 yards after the first like four possessions or something, but I just remember if it's anything like that, the cornerbacks on the Bucks are going to have to make some adjustments for Tyreek Hill.
2: Yeah, this Bucks defense can't let up 203 yards to Tyreek Hill in the first quarter again.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, but um, I think it's very – if I saw a side-by-side of uh, Andy Reid and uh, Bruce Arians, they don't really look that much different. I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> one – but like Patrick Mahomes said this week on, uh, the, like, on an interview with um, himself, Brady, and a reporter, it's, he said that Andy Reid likes having multiple cheeseburgers in each hand. One is yeah.
2: uh, <laughs> one is cheeseburger Santa. One is Gatsby hat Santa. <laughs>
3: Yeah, one,
0: one looks like he's in uh, what's that Netflix though with uh, Peaky Blinders. He looks like he should be in Peaky oh Blinders. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Andy will hopefully he wants to be holding two Lombardis instead of two uh, cheeseburgers, but maybe maybe he'll maybe
1: he'll bring those cheeseburgers into his mouth and pray for a victory.
0: His coaching is like he took McNabb so far, and McNabb was really like very – he was, like, kind of reminded me of Josh Allen running around with a chicken with his head cut off. But he got, like – Reed's a great coach. And, I mean, it sucks that, like, even if he didn't win last year, he would, like, still arguably is, like, a Hall of Fame coach, probably is, even if he doesn't win. But that one, now he wants to. So, um, yeah. So do you guys want to predict the game now or do you want to talk about the hot stuff <laughs> with Stafford and stuff?
1: We'll uh, talk about the predictions still. It's, it's pretty obvious that this is going to be like a very star-studded Super Bowl. We don't know who's going to win here. <clears throat> this is one of the most unpredictable Super Bowls in history, judging between the talent on the offense for both sides and the talent on defense for both sides. I say the Buccaneers are going to win, but not by very much. I say Brady barely squeezes in a final drive to put the Buccaneers up by one.
2: My one. Of course. Of uh, uh, honestly, I agree uh, wholeheartedly with uh, with Tanner. That's uh, it is so hard to predict which, uh, which way this uh, this game is gonna go. oh well, well, both of these teams are uh, studded on offense and and their defenses are, are looking uh, equally as uh, as good with a. Uh, uh, with Devin White and, and Antoine Winfield Jr. being in great young talents on uh, on the Bucks and and Frank Clark and and the Honey Badger uh, uh, Wrecking House on in uh, defense for the Chiefs, but uh honestly uh, I can uh, honestly I can probably see uh, the Bucks. Uh, I actually I actually you know what I'm gonna say Chiefs on uh, this one. And I'm gonna predict off uh thirty-eight
1: thirty-five. Jesse you're
2: on mute. <laughs> I hope Jesse knows.
1: Jesse you're on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> oh boy. Um I'm gonna go Brady.
0: Uh, they get the ball with less than two minutes left, and it's that perfect Hollywood ending to uh, stick it in Bill's face to show that he can still go for seven. But I mean, like you said, it's a coin flip. But I wanna—I'm gonna be biased and pick the Bucks winning by three. Exactly. what well, about you, buddy? What
3: you got? Yeah, uh, I think it. I think the Bucks will win by three too.
2: Brady's uh, instead of instead of hoisting up the Lombard. And saying I'm going to Disney World. Oh, and Bray's gonna be shouting, "I'm not a system quarterback!"
0: <laughs> yeah, Bill. Bill's gonna be watching the game with uh his and then, dog and Linda on the watch, couch. Watch,
1: like, watch the Bucks win the Super Bowl and watch the uh, meme of Bill Belichick tossing the phone, like slamming the phone. Oh, playing, absolutely! Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: The- mm-hmm.
3: So, All right, so we got some big
1: NFL news we need to talk about, boys. The Matt Stafford, Jared Goff trade.
2: This is the first trade in NFL history uh, where uh, two first overall picks were uh, were swapped, uh, and and this also well, makes seven count them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven consecutive years in which the Rams will not have a first round um, pick. Their last pick was. Uh, first overall bowl in 2016, when they took Jared Goff, the dude yeah. they traded, they do they just traded as well as their next two first round picks to the Lions to take Matthew Stafford.
1: I think it's a win win for both sides because, like, yeah, because Goff injury prone, he wanted to get the hat all there, and he said on himself on Instagram when he said. But he's he's so glad to be on a team that wants him and appreciates him. Meaning that there must have been some turmoil in LA. And Stafford, you know, very underutilized in Detroit, was on a very bad team, and really went to the playoffs like what once or a couple more, couple times. And now he's on a squad that's ready. He's got more weapons than he did in Detroit. The offensive line in LA is more prepared than Detroit. So, I can't wait to see the eventual match between those two where they have to go head-to-head and Matthew 7 just completely whips them.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I'm a golf fan, and I don't know why. I I feel like the relationship was so either on or off. Like, he really was never the same since that Super Bowl. Um, I do feel like they kind of gave up on him a year too early. I feel like they kind of got a... But he has another – I know the Rams aren't going to extend Stadford because he signed – he has two years left on that deal. But it's very – I didn't think – I think the Rams gave up one pick too many for yeah, they gave up a lot. They gave up what, what was it, two firsts and a second, and then golf. No,
1: it's two firsts and a third. It was two a 2021 and third. third, and then the first and 22 and twenty. Like, I think it shouldn't have
0: been two firsts. I think it should have been a first and two thirds. But I, the maybe, fact they, maybe
1: they were Goff. playing hardball. I don't know, maybe the were playing hardball. Golf.
0: A quarterback they can instantly throw right in, and it's like you can say, This guy's a starter. It's very and, interesting, but they don't
2: not gonna have anyone to throw
0: to because Galladay and Jones are free agents.
2: And this honestly is uh, is my main in frustration with the Rams. I uh, I know I uh, talk a lot of crap on the uh, Rams, but it's it's mostly just because uh, they're so inept at uh, roster building and planning for the uh, future. They because uh, uh, even before uh, we go to. Even before mentioning the fact that uh, they've gone, uh, they've gone seven consecutive years without a, a first-round pick, which, if I'm not uh, which is, is one of, if not the longest streak in NFL history, uh, of not having a, a first-round pick.
1: Watch them trade all their first-rounders up until like twenty-one hundred, and they select Jared Goff the third.
2: But uh, uh, if, uh, uh, but uh, also. Uh, if uh, the fact that uh, even without uh, Goff's four years, one thirty-two, uh, mil, three uh, three players on the Rams control uh, have seventy million dollars of the uh, of the cap space, and uh, uh, which means three players are getting more than a third of the uh, the entire uh, cap space, and and honestly, that's not very uh, that it uh, does honestly cause them. Um, problems, um, later on the line for, and for like, oh man, are we? Uh, who do we uh, sign for? How? Oh, much are we gonna have enough uh, of cap space to do it? And, uh, and the Saints can definitely tell you that uh, that you need cap space in this league. Yeah. Who, so, if I'm gonna
0: ask all all you guys this, who's the one player on the Rams that deserves like the highest paycheck?
2: Aaron Donald. Exactly. Eric Donald. Okay. Eric
0: Donald. All right, good. We all agree there. All right, good. Next question. So <laughs> um, I'm happy for Stafford though, because he finally gets a chance to like have a real shot at the Super Bowl. And it was said that he didn't. He wanted to trade to like really any team but New England, which I found very interesting.
2: He got so pissed mm-hmm. off at uh, Patricia that he just yeah, decided right. to. That he just hated. <laughs> The like, entire concept oh. of of uh, working with anything related to Belichick
0: between like Matt Patricia and throwing the uh, Gunnar Olszewski and Jacoby Myers, I don't really blame them.
1: Yeah, because yeah, really like, like I understand why Stafford uh, decided not didn't want to come to New England because like, like I will even say as a Patriots fan, our receiving core is not as good as what it, as what it used to be, and we can all agree on that. like it's not what it used to be in the
2: past. Like, it's a far cry from it's a far cry from uh, Moss Walker uh, and of uh, uh, and Edelman
3: yeah
0: um Zach were you gonna say something before I interrupted you conda
3: yeah like I was gonna say that like at least Stafford has like a decent running game you know yeah yeah Got, What's his name? Cam Akers?
2: Cam Akers, yeah. I know they kind yeah. of like
0: a hybrid with like him and Henderson, but it was more Acres more the end of the year. Yep. But um, since we're going to talk about other quarterbacks in the NFL, there's a lot of quarterback movement that's going to happen this offseason, but the biggest one is the quarterback from the Texans, Deshaun Watson. Uh, it's not that big deal at the beginning of the year. Um, but now he wants out, and you can't really blame him. Um, I know we've talked about this really the past few weeks because it's kind of been rumored, but I think – I don't know. I saw last night that the Raiders want to do a three-team trade for him, but honestly, if you're any team besides
1: the Chiefs, the Bucks, or the Bills, I
0: think you're interested in this guy.
1: Yeah, what's it called? I-, I heard the Dolphins were really in on Watson as well, so this could be a thing where – that if the Dolphins try to go for him, Tua is somehow involved. Well, I don't think they should. It's likely going to be heading that way. I don't
0: get why you draft Tua and then give up on him after six or seven starts.
2: With a uh, with someone mm-hmm. like Josh Rosen, it's understand. It was understandable because, uh, because the dude uh, just had absolutely nothing uh, okay. going for him in his uh, in his one season in in Arizona, uh, and Kylo Murray. Coming in was definitely a big, big upgrade, and and it's definitely and and I won't deny that at this point in time, and Deshaun Watson will probably be an upgrade in Miami to to Tua, but at the same time, um, this was only Tua's rookie year, and he and he really didn't do all that terrible. No, he didn't. He did really well.
1: He, no.
2: he did. He did pretty well. All things mm-hmm. considered. Especially coming after that, especially coming off of that uh, nasty leg injury. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I mean. They have so many
0: first-round picks that they could flip and trade. I know they have, they got someone, they traded for someone, I remember, and they got their first-round pick this year, and I know they can flip that for Watson easily if they wanted to. But JJ Watt, J.J. Watt wants out of Houston as well. And, I mean, this is, guy, this is a guy that he's injured a lot. But when he plays, he's arguably the best pass rusher in football. And he – I don't know. He's really been, like, the pride and soul of that team. And he really has nothing to show it as they just keep losing and losing. But what do
1: you guys think of J.J. Watt? I hmm. wouldn't be – I, I wouldn't be surprised if they traded him.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if you want to – and to Pittsburgh and just have uh, to just have a big old family reunion with with TJ and Derek. The Watt brothers in Pittsburgh but, uh, watch all the Yengs cheering joy. Uh, as uh, as Ben continues to throw uh, checkdowns and make his, his receivers do all the work again. But uh, uh yep. honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, you put uh, JJ Watt in uh, in there with, uh, with Bud Dupree uh, with Bud Dupree coming actually breaking out uh, and TJ Watt, uh, you might be able to have uh, a pretty deadly pass rush there.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Mm. Like a Super Bowl-level defense or, like,
2: uh, stuff like I, that? Uh, maybe. It depends on whether or not Keith Butler is still uh, there because uh, because if if Keith Butler... As long as Keith Butler... Is the defensive coordinator for the uh, Steelers? They are not. Uh, they are not even remotely going to uh, make it past the. Uh, they are not going to make it past the. Uh, uh, the AFC Championship, let alone probably get there.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Because uh, that dude just loves uh, making weird, uh, weird decisions like. Oh my God, we need to prepare extra carefully for Tyler Eifert in week 17 of 2018, even though he has a broken ankle. Oh, Let's cover let's cover their best wideouts with linebackers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so, I mean, JJ wants out, um, but since we're here talking about like kind of wish list stuff, what do you think Pat's biggest priority should be going into the offseason?
1: No quarterback. The okay, Patriots. That's one, because Steinem, let's just face it, he's not really good. He's decent at best, but he's not really good. Like, they were hyping him up, you know, like giving him all his hype, but he's not good. He's not that good as, as once anticipated. I'm sorry to say, but, like, I, once I liked Jared Steinem, but I just don't see that much promise in him. But, like, I say – because the Patriots are gonna have so much cash they scores into this offseason. First thing, get yourselves a quarterback. That or get it in the draft. Then go for like a receiver or some offensive lineman, and try and please for the love of God, resign Stephon Gilmore.
2: Uh, honestly, what I think the Patriots should do is is probably sign in someone like AJ McCarron to a to a cheap one year deal, uh, and then. And try and and then draft a quarterback. Uh, so like you have uh, or uh, either AJ McCarron or uh, if uh, if the Chargers uh, end up saying uh, like hey Tyrod guess what you're gone uh, you're gone we're good with uh, Herbert he doesn't need a backup or or uh, something. Thing uh, of maybe uh, McCarron or or Tyrod Taylor to uh, to try and and uh, mentor. Or a rookie like I don't know, like Mac Jones, or or, or maybe Walter. Trey, or maybe Trey Lance if he falls to us. Of, uh, but yeah, uh, Zach, yeah. what do you think?
3: Um, I honestly think they should trade for um, Deshaun Watson. To be honest would um, gave
2: up um, four
0: first round picks yesterday for Deshaun Watson. I think he's that good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I se- hey, hey, Rams. You want to trade four first round picks to make an eleven year job?
2: Like, like I would do three in like Nikhil Harry. Nikhil. I remember seeing this uh this uh, this post that said uh, this thing that said uh that said we should trade in our next three first Nikhil Harry and J C Jackson. And for a fourth in, in Deshaun, but uh honestly my biggest fear with uh, Deshaun is that he's he's gonna be uh, kind of in the same boat as uh, Stafford uh, with like him being uh, his talents being wasted by uh, by Bill O'Brien and then uh, and having to deal with uh, our higher ups as uh, as leaders on the team with Jack Easterby and uh, and Nick Casario. Oh, with the Nick Casario, oh, oh, thing being, being especially contentious for him. Um, my fear is that he's eh, he's going to be so fed up with, uh, with Belichick disciples that he's is not going to want anything to do with us.
0: Yeah. He also had uh, Romeo Cornell too. Oh yeah, that's right, Romeo oh, Cornell. Yeah, yeah. Um, but God, like, what what do you expect Romeo Cornell to do to be an intern for like the last like? four weeks of that crappy year. But um, I think Deshaun obviously is the biggest domino to fall because that's why I kind of said, like, what do you guys want the Pats to do? Because I feel like once he moves, then a lot of other stuff will happen. But I want the Pats uh, to trade up and draft um, Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida. I think that would be sick. And then they get Marvin Jones and maybe uh, Aaron Robinson or Allen Robinson. And then, like, kind of like Jocelyn said, maybe draft a guy late or early in the second and then kind of have him learn under, like, a Fitzpatrick or even – McCarron. Yeah, McCarron was very interesting. That's a flash from the past right there. He's so yeah,
1: sweet.
0: He was sweet at Alabama. But that's all we really got. I don't think there's anything else really going on in football, obviously, besides the big game. And I think we're all picking the Bucks here. We, we, yeah, we
2: well. did forget one. And thing, oh, yes, oh,
0: yeah, yes. Yes, and then we'll do the EA stuff.
2: We had to, uh, we would be remiss if we uh, didn't talk about this. This is just disgusting. Yeah, I'm gonna let you go ahead. Take, take it oh, away. <laughs> so, oh, uh, uh, Chad Wheeler was a uh, is enough or is an a former offensive tackle for the uh, for the Seattle Seahawks and. Uh, and recently, he, he was arrested and, and and then was let out on four hundred thousand dollar bail for uh, for attempted murder on his his girlfriend oh and 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 yeah, he is uh, uh currently many many NFL. Uh, players have come out, uh, let's say, uh, urging Goodell to uh, to actually give him a punishment and uh, uh, of some sort, uh, and like, uh, yeah, this absolutely needs to uh, this needs to happen because uh, if Goodell uh, wants to be consistent for uh, once in his uh, for once in his life, he would actually uh, give out a suspension for engine for this after uh, pledging to do so. After pledging to give everyone six games for domestic for any domestic assault violations after the uh after the whole Ray Rice incident, yeah, but uh, uh yeah he is currently uh, temporarily re- temporarily retiring to get his life together uh, after the incident, and which uh, which unfor- but unfortunately since he is. Since he's posted a $400,000 bail, this does not include uh, going to prison, which also uh, this, this shouldn't. Wasn't, didn't he like,
0: I don't want to go into too much detail, but he kind of like left her like to like, And, and then he assaulted like, he her and then just like totally left her to like kind of like sit there and like, I don't want to say die, but... Honestly, maybe that's what he was thinking. But
2: and then, yeah. oh, abs- <laughs> it absolutely was when uh, when she came, yeah. uh, just as she was coming to, he was uh, he actually uh, said, "If I'm not, not mistaken, and uh, like, oh shit, you're, uh, like, you're he was alive. Like,
0: Surprised, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But yeah,
2: a PSA quick? Um, so,
1: like, no, she bad. like wouldn't
0: like bow to him or something, and that kind of. I was like, yeah. dude, come on, like, oh my god. Like,
1: I don't know. Just a PSA for anyone that's dealing with domestic abuse like that, there are resources to, uh, you know, help out, help you out and get the viable help that you need. It can... there, there are other resources out there. Just, if, if you are dealing with it, just know those people there for you and there's people that are going to be cared for you. And just feel free to call the hotlines on domestic abuse or domestic violence or anything like
2: that. I understand that it can and definitely be uh, intimidating to uh, to try and uh, to try and call for uh, help either on the assumption that uh, they won't believe you or uh, or your partner might uh, do something even worse for uh, to try and get out of the situation but just know that uh, that uh, whatever uh, is happening is not a o- uh, is not okay uh, it's uh, and And yeah, there are definitely uh, sources out there that can, uh, that can help help you. All
0: right. Um, We're just going to wrap up this quick little two minutes here. We're going to just talk about how we're going to transition to a better story Um, after Nearly eight summers and eight years of waiting since NCAA 14 came out on the Xbox with Leonard Robinson on the cover. EA tweeted a teaser last night or yesterday on their official account saying to all college fans who waited, thank you, it's finally happening. So EA is developing a college football game again that will hopefully be half as good as what it was. Just like imagine like an ultimate team of collecting college studs from all the years, but... Um, it's very interesting because I don't know how the players are going to profit from this and I know that's a big deal with NCAA and money they probably won't
2: um, yeah, won. yeah. <laughs> but uh,
0: probably, like,
2: uh, uh, awesome. also uh, we just got to hope that it's it's at least better than in what Madden is right now
0: yeah Madden's been broken for a few years but uh, they also them will be the, the show and that's the cover athlete uh, Fernando Tatis and that Series is coming to Xbox as well, so that's great news. So, yeah, just two little tidbits for sports gaming nerds that are going to be huge going forward. You can finally play the show on uh, the Xbox, which is huge,
2: <laughs> and you too can break the unwritten rules of baseball. Yeah, right? <laughs> I thought that
0: was so great that they put Todd Fuse on the cover. I'm like, that's gonna yeah. sell everywhere, but in like Dallas and Fort Worth, where you get the homer off of the Rangers with the <laughs> 03. yeah. yeah. Right. If you could have like one college legend, college football legend on the EA cover, who would it
2: be? Barry Sanders.
0: That's a good one. He was on. He was on the one with RG three, yeah. if I think. But that was sweet. Patrick Mahomes. Johnny Manziel. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kyler Murray. But what do you think, Zach? Zach, who's your go-to college guy? Um. I, I don't know to be
3: honest. There's too man. many good choices. Good, she a Tebow guy. Yeah. All right. So, we wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll yeah. I would up. I would pick Tebow. I would pick yeah. Tebow. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> we're we'll gonna we'll be taking a break from the Commerce Wars podcast. Right back after these subliminal
2: messages. These non-existent messages.
0: <laughs> <All> right.
1: <laughs> Hope those ads were advertising for you all. Now we're back with the Comic Sports podcast. <laughs>
0: We're going to put the controller down and move over to the parquet. We're going to talk some Celtics, some NBA. Um, so the Celtics have really they had some two big matchups in the past week. They had the Lakers at home on Saturday, and then last night they played Golden State at West. Uh, they lost the Laker game, but we're really in it to the final possession. I mean, Kemba Walker's looked pretty sluggish in his return. But in that Laker game, Marcus Smart also had a calf strain, which I'm obviously not... heart and soul of the team, not good. But Peyton Pritchard should be coming back and he should be getting some boost off the bench. Jeff Teague's looked a little shaky too. So the kind of the, guard, the play from the backcourt hasn't been too solid. But they've been, uh, I don't know, they're hanging around. They lost to Philly last week too. So, but last night... Uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Raptors, <laughs> Van Fleet. <laughs> 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 Screw you! But I love that. Uh, Van Fleet had a team record fifty-four points. In- my
1: boy, my boy. And beat, and
0: beat the Magic, uh, but
1: yeah. But Co- what we just say about the Raptors? Um, Co- I'm impressed with how they bounced back. They were in 14th earlier in the season, and they bounced back remarkably. I'm so proud of my boys and- from the Six IX baby.
2: If I'm not and mistaken, in that uh, nine, <laughs> twelve, they're not like <laughs> get off your get off your false pot get off your false optimism high horse, for just a minute there, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, in that in that Lakers game, I think deep into the fourth quarter, Kemba was like one for ten for, and from for field goals, wasn't like, yeah. usually 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 like those deep field goals to like. Shallow threes are like his bread and butter. I, I watched him quite a bit last year, and he was, and that was like where he was constantly draining them. And and in his return, is just like, billing mess gone.
0: Yeah, he comes off the screen, and his first, he doesn't seem to like drive as much as he used to. He's very. He's shooting a lot more, which is a good point. But I don't know. He's very. I think, I mean, he uh, hasn't played really since full strength, really, since uh, even before the bubble because of his knee. But um, just a quick surprise uh, the Grizzlies are nine and seven, and they just had a seven game win streak. So they've been doing good with the return of John Morant.
1: Uh, the Grizzlies. Um, yeah. The Lakers, did you
0: guys see? <laughs> side what LeBron called courtside Karen the other night, yelling at him in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, like, it was kind of ridiculous because you, you have minimum fans in there, so obviously he can hear everything she says, but I don't think she deserved to get ejected. Well,
1: she did spat at him, so...
0: Uh, I don't see that part, but then <laughs> um, yeah, it's obviously
1: a little different. <laughs> the said, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, after what their Tennessee Titans counterparts always it, going at nine and seven. Yeah,
2: <laughs> except this time they play more than sixteen games, but uh, yeah, I know uh, if I, uh, I do remember uh, during the Celtics Lakers uh, game again, and that of uh, that they were talking uh, up in the booth that like. Uh, wow, the uh, uh LeBron and uh, is still doing it at uh 38. He's uh, he's probably had the longest prime of any uh, athlete in North American history. Safe, uh, safe for, uh, save for this one and uh, dude who's had like tw- a 20 year prime and he's playing in the Super Bowl all next week.
0: Yeah, I agree. But I'm looking right now. Last night. The Clippers lost to the Nets, who clearly are still figuring out, having that big three going. Uh, but the Jazz, they won, I want to say it was over 10 straight games. Uh, no, to
1: 105 That's a uh, score of last night's game, by the way, for the Jazz.
0: Yeah, they lost, they lost Sunday at Denver, that's right. But they've been wicked. They've been on fire. Um, Donovan Mitchell, I know he had a concussion for a little bit, but he's still been balling. But I'm looking right now at the standings and you got the low-life Washington Wizards all the way in last place with four wins. Um, yeah, if fewer, you were, say, Bradley Beal yeah, and Bradley Beal, so if you're Bradley Beal who has more say in a trade than Westbrook as he just got dealt there, if you're Bradley Beal, where do you want to go? Just you're a bucket. You get, like, 45 a night and you still lose. Temple Bay. Well, <laughs> Well, that actually wouldn't be a good spot – a bad spot for him. He would definitely – I mean, I know the Toronto doesn't really have like, – No, what's it
1: called? Um, LeBron really clowned Kyrie – or uh, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. It was, it was like oh, he said something because, like, he commented on uh, Brett, Fred Van vleek in the 54. He said Kyle old ass couldn't get his time.
0: Yeah, I mean, Kyle Lowry's – he's been there – I mean – were you did you like DeMar Ro the or Kyle Lowry?
1: Uh Rosen never really got his mold in Toronto, but he's doing better in San Antonio, but but he with him his Toronto choking form, so yeah. Uh, so I just think
0: I think Bradley Beal needs out and I feel bad for the guy, but let's just look at the Celtics upcoming games here and then we can transition over to hockey.
2: Actually, speaking of the Celtics and, and player movement, uh what do we think about the uh, JJ Redick wanting to uh, go here from the Pelicans?
0: I want Andre Drummond cuz he's a big. I think we need a big more than a shooter.
2: I uh, anybody?
0: Give Taco some minutes, man yeah, I got mad. So,
1: he's a beast. Uh,
0: so, okay. coming off the Celtics, they, they stay out west. Uh, they beat Golden State last night, and then they go to Sacramento tomorrow, and then LA on Friday to play the Clippers, which will be a great game. Uh, and then they wrap up Sunday at Phoenix, who's been doing great with Chris Paul so far. So, they've Are you kind of been Zach- shocked.
3: Yeah, um, so I think my pick for, like, the Bradley Beal trade, like, I I, I don't know. I think it'd be unique to, like, see him um, with Zach Levine in Chicago. Hmm. Ooh, Ooh,
2: okay. Very nice, very nice. I frequently forget that Chicago is still a team.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they they haven't been relevant since Michael Jordan. Zach, that's yeah, a-
0: and then oh athletic for them, and he's literally this—they're like the same thing. They just score so much and don't win. I
2: yeah. also, I, yeah, also for Redick, I, uh, I think that, uh, I think that Charlotte has been has needed a good uh, shooter for, for a while since they got rid of Kemba.
0: They got Gordon Hayward, dog,
2: <laughs> with his <laughs> broken ass hand.
0: Yeah. And then
3: also on um, on Saturday, uh, Damian Lillard um, scored like a buzzer beater against the oh, game-winning buzzer beater against the Bills. That not the Bills, the Bulls.
2: Sorry. Yeah, that's what I call game. Now that's what I call game time. <laughs>
0: yeah. But uh, oh, man. I liked it. I, I saw that step back. That was pretty mean. But we're gonna. Go from the parquet to the
1: ice, Tanner. <laughs> yep. So, you know, I got to do this. Yep. So, you know, all the reports, rumors, sources, and whatnot are from a good friend of mine who is a source. Check him out on Instagram, Twitter, Peck Report, NHL, who actually has a nice little message for us. So he tells us that he listens to the podcast and he appreciates all our support. And, well, he could not be in here today because, you know, he has class at this time frame. He will be coming on soon. I will be working on the details of him as more I talk to him, more I go of him. So in the future, he will be here. Just a matter of when we will get the Puckster on
2: the comments for podcast. Sweet. Now, instead of 30 minutes of Puck, we get 45. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great.
1: Yeah, so there was a uh, – a little bit of an incident this week involving Rangers defenseman Tony D'Angelo. Basically, the story goes that uh, he got into a confrontation with uh, Rangers net miner Alexander Grigoriev who then proceeded to sock him in the face and then it was quickly broken up by their teammates. Anyway, that was the last straw. The Rangers put him on waivers, who basically, keep in mind, this is the same guy that was accused of having a burner account on Twitter and left Twitter in the first place because, you know, the whole political fiasco that I'm not gonna get into because I don't like to get political in a public setting. So
2: Yeah, we know. And
1: now, then he cleared waivers. And now there's significant trade interest because the Rangers are willing to eat up some salary, basically retain some salary for him. And there's been a lot of interest for him, and there's a possibility he will be, be traded within the coming days. Um the Montreal Canadiens forward Victor Mete once out of the Canadiens. And then Bergevin pretty much said no. He, he, he told him, like, Bergevin, I want to trade. Bergevin, no, you're not going anywhere. Probably what outside.
2: do you expect? It's Bergevin.
1: Yeah, and Minnesota wild prospect Marco Rossi had returned home to Austria because of complications from COVID. He had it in November, and he's been having, like, some complications After having that uh, virus I guess so get better Rossi and hopefully we'll see you again soon chase on cleared waivers the other day It was was put on there by Edmonton and New Jersey is having a little bit of a COVID outbreak and by what do I mean mean, what do I mean by a little I mean about a third of the whole damn team uh, on the COVID list yeah so they're going to be postponed for a while. And also, another team is going to be postponing their games for a little while, and it was the Buffalo Sabres. So, because of the fact that Buffalo played New Jersey prior to that little outbreak they were having, Buffalo conducted their chasing testing, and they wanted more information because two of the New Jersey players that they had played came positive of it. They wanted more info from the NHL, who told them to go screw themselves, and thus they had to postpone their games up until February 8th. Um, Gerard Gallant has been named a um, a candidate for the head coaching spot in Seattle when they come into the league next season because you know Seattle's a thing.
2: Yo, sweet. Um, Seattle, well, Seattle is a thing, and finally he get <clears throat> it's another chance after being being put on his ass uh, on the road in uh, in, uh, in Florida and then
1: yeah in Vegas and then yeah I don't understand why if I go out from Vegas I don't understand one. Yeah, Marco Mueller, former player of the Devils, uh, signed with uh, Lexan Zayef in the Swedish Hockey League for the remainder of the year. Um, and former right Wing Justin Abdelkader signing a contract with Evie Zug of the Swiss National League until the end of the season as well, which pretty much will wrap up the uh, news segment and we go on to the standings after last night's games. Um yeah, this is going to be a little bit hard to say. So, in fourth, we have Edmonton, third, Winnipeg, second, Toronto, first, Montreal. with the latter two being only separated by one point.
2: The Habs are in first?
1: Yeah, by one point.
2: At that time, they finally start uh, doing something.
1: Oh, yeah, because they got a lot of good people in, like, in the offseason. They got um, Josh Anderson for Columbus, uh, Tyra Toffoli out of free agency. hmm Yeah. In fourth place, in the, in the, we're going to go to the West real quick, sorry. Fourth, Vegas. Third, the Minnesota Wild. Second, the Colorado Avalanche. And first, the St. Louis Blues.
2: Aren't the Avalanche also dealing with uh, a crap ton of, uh, of injuries that are, are just non-specific upper body and lower body injuries?
1: Yeah, I believe so, yeah.
0: Lower body injury. I hate when they say that.
1: Yeah, I know. Because like they don't know what it is. Um, so I don't think I've heard anything out of the, who was that Broadway that got hurt against the Islanders? Was that Gresley? Was that no. I, I yeah, think it was I, I, have not, I don't think I've heard anything on Gresley um, since that injury happened. I, so,
2: see, the problem with lower body uh, injuries is that whenever uh, it's just uh, it's just a non-specified lower body injury that uh, that gets everyone uh, that puts everyone's mind in the gutters in the gutters, doesn't
1: yeah. it? Yeah, so the central division is actually looking pretty surprising. In fourth place, the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. In third, Dallas. Two, the undefeated in regulation Florida Panthers. And number one, the Carolina Hurricanes. Mm. Yeah, the the Bolts are not in first.
0: Please, please don't come to our games. <laughs> have we uh, have we talked about the uh, uh the Bois trade yet? There was that yeah last, we did last that was last week, week. yeah. Right. Hey, so
1: Dubois is still on the uh, mandated 14 day quarantine from the Canadian government, and Liney actually debuted last night against Dallas in a six to three loss. Um, so now we're going to the Eastern Division standings. Uh, fourth is Pittsburgh, third is Boston, and time for first Washington and then Philly. But I don't know. Like, I, I don't think there's any Bruins news this week. I'm, not that I believe I saw anything. But I know Chara scored against the Bruins the other night in that 5-3 win over yeah. Washington.
0: Yeah, so I watched that game and they kind of, kind of bounce back pretty good, especially after uh, losing. Yeah. Well, that's good scoring overtime winner. The- yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're playing Philadelphia tonight, and then they play them Friday night because it's the two-and-two thing. Like yeah, it's
2: but, a, Saturday, uh, yeah, like Saturday night, yeah. Okay, Jocelyn. Why can't the Caps just finish a game strong for once?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But uh, before we end up the hockey segment, we do need to talk about one more thing. AJ Cutta a kid out of Bishop feehan in Attleboro mass who unfortunately suffered the injury uh, when he went headfirst into a bo- into the boards after missing a uh, shoulder check uh, he received spinal surgery excessive su- spinal surgery and is at a high risk of paralysis um, the Bruins did uh, pledge to help a minimum of what a hundred thousand dollars to help with his uh, medical costs and all that, and help him work towards recovery. If I'm not mistaken,
2: uh, he's uh he's still in critical condition, but uh but over seven hundred fifty thousand dollars have been and uh, raised by uh, multiple organ uh by uh by just normal people and multiple organizations such as the Boston and Bruins to uh, help cover his medical uh, costs, which is uh which is great. As a Foxborough <laughs> girl, I. I don't like, I don't like Fian, But uh, you know, it's yeah. it's it is sad. It's sad uh, to see this happen to yeah. someone so uh, young. And I yes. hope, <laughs>
1: good.
2: I you hope know, he, he uh, Robert
0: up. Robert Kraft sent like 25 grand from the Patriots to him yeah. too. I, and feel also like,
1: like, for- I feel like especially in hockey,
0: they come together better than, like, every other sport.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's this funny picture of David Boschak trading his Bruins sweater for a Dunkin' Donuts hoodie and a crap ton of Dunkin' Donuts. He's more Boston
0: than anyone already.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. He's
2: <laughs> <laughs> not even from Everyone. here, and he's, he's the most Boston and uh, person I've so seen the No, I know.
0: So we'll go him for not... the, uh, him in the penalty box, and he's like, "How do you want your coffee?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> we also just need. Uh, also, we just need to. Uh, we do also. Uh, we also need him to, uh, to complain about the MBTA, and there, and there we go. C- full Boston. And go no. on the Boston
1: sports media because God knows that thing exists.
2: Oh yeah, let's not oh, talk man. about the Boston sports media.
1: <laughs> so we'll go from the ice to the baseball diamond-crushing homers where Jesse will take it away. All right,
2: so
0: um, we're going to start off with Dustin Pedroia, the longtime second baseman who dealt with knee problems most of his career, officially announced his retirement this week from the Sox. Uh, he played all of his whole career with Boston. He won Rookie of the Year in 2007 and then won the MVP in 08. Um was a great just all around leader and was part of the 2013 team, which he contributed very well. I'm gonna just bring up his uh, baseball reference right now. But the debate now is: is he a Hall of Famer? And I think he's a Red Sox Hall of Famer. I don't think he's a um, I don't think he's a MLB Hall of Famer, which is getting harder and harder to get into these days. But I'll talk about that in a minute. But Troy really, really left it all out in the field. Um, and uh, I'm just trying to like find some. Yeah. Well, if, you're finding uh, that,
1: yeah. um, I enjoy, like even on like Jason, I always loved going to Fenway Park, and I always loved to see Pajoy out there at second base doing what he does, what he did best. Like basically, whether it be doing a quick double play throw the first or anything like that, he was a great player, and I and I honestly will miss him.
3: Mm. Yeah, I'll miss him too. <laughs> like he was um. Like my favorite player behind, um, like my second one, but behind uh, David
0: Ortiz.
2: Oh yeah, Poppy. I remember. Uh, uh, I can't really think of
0: anyone who gave it as all more than him.
2: Oh god no. I think the only other uh, athlete I uh, I know of that really gave if uh, they're all as much as uh, as much as uh, as Pedroia. Uh, uh. Uh, just in general, uh, uh, this may be New England bias, but I, uh, but I think the only uh, athlete I've seen like Pedroya is Edelman. But uh, uh, honestly, yeah, I remember, uh, I remember 2007, and and so, uh, so well. Just uh, every night, staying up with my uh, dad watching, uh, in Euclid, Euclis, uh, Ellsbury, uh, uh Tim White, uh, Tim Wakefield, uh, who else? Or D- of Manny Manny Ramirez. But uh oh. it's it's sad to uh, it's it's bittersweet to see uh to see uh, Pedroia getting in uh, going uh, off to retire. I I think he's definitely a, oh. a Sox Hall of Famer, but uh, oh.
1: uh yeah, we'll see if he's an MLB Hall of Famer. I I, per- I personally think he is. I think my, uh, say- so. Pedroia was a four time All Star, four
0: time Gold Glove Award winner, and he played 14 seasons all of Boston and won in the World Series in, seven, in 2007, 13. 19. 19, um, I can't believe he won Rookie of the Year and then AL MVP back to back. Like, that's just so. Like, his potential in the late 2010s was just unreal. Yeah. He was so good. In the late 2000s. Yeah. Like, he signed that seven-year, $100 million deal, which at the time was a bargain, but he just never really had the chance to play it out. Yeah. So, I mean, he – so, him – he was the last player from the 2013 team to still be a part of the current team. It's only him and Xander Bogarts right now. So, that's just kind of crazy to show you how much it's all changed. But, yeah, we love having Petey in Boston. I think his number will be retired, or I think it should.
1: Oh, yeah, Definitely.
0: No, yeah. Uh, so in baseball, we're gonna go over to the baseball hall of fame, which is an absolute joke. And just it's a platform, boys. I'm just gonna you have the honor to vote and you're not you're not gonna vote for anyone. You're gonna submit a blank ballot because you think you're like sending a message, but really you're just coming off as arrogant and, and stuff, so, and just the fact that you there's people out there who will vote for Barry Bonds but won't vote for Kurt Schilling because of his off like his off field beliefs, which is so BS because it's the Baseball Hall of Fame, not the Character Hall of Fame or Personality <laughs> Hall of Fame. Like if you think if you think Barry Bonds should be in, then Barry, then Rowe should be in, then Kurt Schilling should be in, Roger Clemens should be in. Oh God, I just yeah. Here's
2: here's my opinion, oh, man. and I. Uh, on just hall of fames in general after the uh, after the nfl hall of fame um, inducted ray lewis and uh, inducted ray lewis no one has any uh, excuse for uh, for excluding someone on the uh, excluding someone worthy of the hall of fame um, based on their uh, based on their off field beliefs Oh yeah, no.
0: Isn't, is OJ in the NFL Hall of Fame? I know his. Yeah, in I don't know. It, yeah, he,
2: is? he he is, but that was he is, but he was inducted in before the uh before yeah. or the nineties.
0: He was. It, he's in the college one. I know that, but the I, Hall of Fame's a joke. They're just so like out of whack with like everything. Like they they made their best money of their career writing articles on how great Barry Bonds is and how great that home run chase was with McGuire and Sosa. But now, all of a sudden, because a guy, I mean, Craig Schilling hasn't done himself any good. Don't get me wrong with the tweets and stuff. But just because he says supports Trump or opinions on the Capitol storming, doesn't mean he shouldn't be in the hall. And but he's since asked to be removed from the ballot, but they're going to decline that. And now I feel like next year he's going to get in and just not going to like show up to the ceremony. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I know. Yeah. Kurt was just so good. He was great with Philly, Arizona, and then Austin. Boston. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Him and Randy Johnson. They split the World Series MVP back in I want to say 2002 or 2001, 2001. What? So, anyway, yeah. um, but that's just my two cents. I think the Hall of Fame's a joke, and you have the chance to vote, and you're not going to vote for anyone. That's just disgraceful.
1: Yeah, that's that's
0: just disgraceful. But we're going to start off. There's another big move. Uh, arguably the best player base in the game, Nolan Arenado, gets out of. Colorado and has a chance to win in one of the best markets in baseball in St. Louis. Sorry about that, but uh, Uh, the the Rockies ate fifty million of his new deal that he signed two off seasons ago, and he's locked up for I want to say six years and one hundred ninety nine million, which is an absolute robbery for the best player at the position. I think him and Goldschmidt are the best new cornering duo in uh, baseball, but I don't. I just – that sucks that the Rockies keep losing these great players.
1: He, and, he um, wanted up for a long time.
0: Todd Helton's the only real one to stick it through out there, but they lost players like Matt Holliday, Troy Tulowitzki, now Arenado. And now people think Trevor Story might be next. So it's very interesting to see. But uh, the Cardinals are now instantly the favorites in the NL Central, and it's not even close. Oh,
2: when's the yeah. last time the – when's the last time the Rockies were relevant? 2007? Yeah,
0: 2007. Yeah, they won 20 – the last 21 games some make that, and a wild card tiebreaker, and they made it all the way to the World Series just to get swept.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny.
0: At uh,
1: 2017, the Red Sox team is really underrated, I think. But, yeah, but um, yeah, we got some signings to talk about too. Francisco Lindor going to the Blue Jays on a one-year deal. Lindor, uh, no, yeah, Francisco Lindor. No, no, who the hell am I talking about? Francisco Carindo, Liriano. Luriano, thank you. Luriano going to the to the Blue Jays one-year deal. Archer staying with the Grays on a one-year deal. Yeah, uh, he no was uh,
0: he was with Pittsburgh and he's
1: finally going back there now. Archer. Lindor, Jesus Christ, I'm out of touch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> remember the uh, yeah. remember how the uh, the uh, who is it? Remember how uh, the uh, the pirate? Uh, is just pretty much sold off everything to try and get uh, Chris Archer when he hadn't had an elite production in in years.
1: Yep, yeah, and now Archer's staying with the Rays one more year.
0: Yeah, it's very I'm interesting. Sure, so, uh, dd Gregorius, two years, two, 28 mil, staying with the Phillies. Oh. Another one um, – Pretty good signing here. I like this. Uh, Cruz back with the Twins for only 13 mil in a year. That's a pretty good deal. Also, awesome. just...
2: Sorry. Uh, uh, me talking about Pittsburgh reminded me of something that we actually missed in the hockey segment of uh, uh, the of uh, the uh, who is it the uh, pe- the Penguins in general manager. Oh yeah! Man. Jesus Christ! I'm so sorry.
1: No, he didn't retire. He resigned it, out of there. Sorry. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you. I forgot about that. Oh my God.
2: You're welcome. Wow. Now, uh, now they can finally. Now they can finally get someone who's, who's actually in touch with hockey. Anyway, back to baseball.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um. But real <laughs> quick, I, I want to get my two cents about something. Uh, yeah. All right. Go yeah, go go. Mickey, go, Mickey go. goddamn Callaway. Yeah, what yeah. the hell is your problem?
0: All right. Let me do these signings first. Uh, Wayne okay. Wright's coming back. He's going to have another one-year deal with the Cardinals, and I think they should bring back Colton Wong now. But Jock Peterson going to the Cubs, he's going to have an everyday chance to play there. The Red Sox got Kike Hernandez officially do a two-year $14 million deal. He should be the everyday second oh. baseman. Uh, they also signed Garrett Richards, which is good because they actually have pitching now. And lastly, I'm going to end with Ken Griffey Jr. Who is going to join them. I'll be as a senior advisor with the commissioner, which is great as he's going to try to – Improve diversity and youth development all throughout the game, and kind of make like that. Yeah. Let the game play movement is going to just definitely be more enforced with him. He's the man. Love Griffey, but Mickey Callaway's a bonehead. He, he has always been like he when he was the manager of the Mets. He just did not know how to run a baseball team, and clearly <laughs> he, can't, he can't even talk to people the right way. Yeah, I'm to so. I, I
1: get my two cents on this. I'm sorry, Nick. No, Nick go, go, go. What <laughs> in the holy hell are you doing? You. Three teams, five years, and you do vats? Send ex- ex- explicit photos of yourself uh, to
2: journalists
1: and other females.
2: He's married, too. What is it with, the sir- Met- what is it with people that were on the Mets and, and doing stuff like this? <laughs> we just had this happen with their general manager like last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did.
1: No, like I think a couple weeks ago. But, Cali, you're an absolute still. freaking idiot. Like if you think that's appropriate to even do to a reporter, then you sir should be should be set on fire at the stake. What is it with that is unacceptable? You did something that could probably jail you for a really long time. Let's be honest here. And you give and you also said you would allegedly give her some inside information about the team in exchange for going up to drinks and pressing your crotch near the physical reporter. What
2: in the god's name is wrong with you, you sick bastard? What is it yes. with people? What is it with uh, with uh, if people who are supposed to uh, manage a team with weird, uh, with weird facial hair, who uh, uh, who insult reporters, uh, is getting, uh, getting sexual misconduct violations? We had this with uh, we had this with Matt Patricia, didn't we? Uh, like Did right, after, uh, right after, right uh, after Patricia signed with uh, the Lions, he, uh, there were reports coming out about, about, about uh, his sexual misconduct. Oh, that I did. Oh, And, God
1: then, did. He I did the, the
2: and then he had the famous uh, set up, uh, set up straight. fancy and professional. And then yeah. Mickey Calloway had calling, uh, calling the uh, calling them, uh, calling reporters mofo's.
0: Uh, he, I just want to draw a.
2: He's,
0: he's since been suspended, and they're gonna wait for the investigation to be over by MLB. But he, I don't see him having a job anytime soon. But, but speaking of the Angels and pitching, they just got Alex Cobb, which I know that's not a great segue, but <laughs> 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 yeah, they picked up Jose Quintana and Alex Cobb, so we'll see if they actually get their pitching right, yeah, but.
2: Yeah. We got to get, um, get off the subject uh, quickly. That's a good way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's really all we got going on in the diamond. I just want the Red Sox to make, like, maybe one more move. Oh, Ottavino. They traded for Ottavino from the Yankees. I don't know how I'm supposed to say that. The Yankees literally gave him away, and he's one of the premier – I mean, he could easily – He's
1: Yankees. been
0: really good the past few years. I mean, last year was obviously not – it was a weird year with a short year, but he's been proven and he was good with the Rockies and the Red Sox. I've always had interest in him. So, I mean, I'll take that yeah. off the hands any day. Yeah. I want the Sox to just get one more starting pitcher. So. Yeah. I want can't go to but. Yeah. But that's really all I got on the diamond. I mean, you guys want to talk a little miscellaneous stuff or what else do you guys yeah, got? So
1: real quick, Sir Thomas Moore, a war hero, uh for, I don't know which war I believe you I don't know. I think it was World War Two. Jesse, you can correct me on that if I'm wrong, but I'm not sure what war was fought in. I know what you're yeah. talking about though. Yeah, so it passed away on Monday on the age of one hundred and one, I think. I don't know what age it was, but he passed away due to COVID nineteen. And rest in peace, Mr. Sir Thomas Moore.
3: Mm.
1: And Jesse like Jesse's oh Jesse's looking that up. Um the fight Jake Paul's uh, Logan Paul's coming up the 20th of February,
2: and we, we know sure who everyone is rooting for.
0: Yeah, Mayweather, uh, World War Two, and he raised tens of millions of dollars for frontline workers during the coronavirus pandemic. It's so obviously still so going on. I think, did he die due to COVID complications? Uh, no, I mean, he
1: had it, he had it.
0: Oh, he already had it. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at it. That's
1: how he He, died. Back in July,
0: uh, Queen Elizabeth gave him a knighthood. So that's cool. He looks good here, man. But yeah, yeah, RIP.
1: Yeah, rest in peace, man. 100 years old, man. You can't can't complain about 100. That's a full. Oh, God. Oh, God. God, no. No. Why why would anyone want to complain about that? Um, Other than that, um, I just want to say real quick BSU, stop jumping the gun with with your uh, plans for the fall. Please just wait until June. Yeah, I mean, a little too here, early.
0: It sucks because I mean, you guys haven't really had that campus experience, and I haven't been there in over years. I, uh,
2: I had <laughs> uh, I had two classes of campus experience, and then uh, and then COVID and happened. And my uh yeah, and then my art uh, professor uh, got uh, said, hey, we're moving online because someone had. Is COVID when in reality no one had had COVID people just lived in a a house where er, there could there could be COVID but it was not confirmed.
0: Are you uh, so you would would you guys like drive to campus every day from Fox? Not every day, but when you had classes, like you just go from home.
2: I have. I don't think Tanner is willing to. To go all know, the way from Methuen to.
1: <laughs> no, I'm like an hour north of BSU. Come on now. Yeah, I'm like an hour
0: and a half away too. It's like, geez, Holy,
1: yeah, I know. You're like an hour southeast. I think, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. I just hope eventually things are normal and. Yeah,
1: so obvious, like. like you know, but here's man. what I think. Wait until the fall, and like wait until June. Yeah. And then scared. make your yeah. de- wait. And then make your decision. You made the decision for the fall twenty twenty in July. Wait I until June or July. They want all July. your
0: deposit money. That's what they want. It's
1: like yeah. it's like they the good thing is they're freezing the tuition and the fees again for the next semester. Which okay, guy, they're doing that right. But just wait a couple more months. Just wait till June. See what everything's like. And then go from there because now we have multiple variants UK, Brazil, South Africa, Japan, and the original strain, obviously, too. Because of vaccines, like, like, it all depends. Like, basically, it's just way, way, in see for some cases because nobody knows. Just stop jumping again, please. Thank you.
2: Uh, as for whether or not I'd, eh, I'd commute, I mean, 25 minutes isn't that bad eh, for me. Mm. Uh, I don't know.
1: About- I'm, I may decide to go fully online even after the pandemic's over, but I'll see. What about you, Zach? Um. Well, I will be commuting f-
3: to to Bridgewater.
0: I just want you guys to like get that actual feel and stuff's normal. So yeah. Uh, I hope anyway. so too. Uh, how are your classes going so far? Though good. So far, so good. Uh, good.
1: just getting some things out of the way, but otherwise, yeah.
2: Anthro right, one thirty cool. is putting me to sleep every day, but uh, you know, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I needed the extra uh, sleep anyway.
1: Yeah, I know, right? All right? so I think that's gonna wrap yeah. up this episode. I I I actually
3: yeah. have uh one more thing to say. Go um, ahead. Take the floor. So NASCAR, any NASCAR fans out there? Um.
1: Oh, the Daytona 500 Hundred's coming up, isn't it?
3: Yes. Um, the first event of daytona is on tuesday at seven with the clash at daytona yeah. so the the nascar season is coming up
1: yeah
0: i remember when covid was a thing nascar was like the first big sport to like come back yeah, to like, yes <laughs>
2: I a sweet it. driving <laughs> Crashing. another left turn but. <laughs>
0: it's like a broken GPS. <laughs> it's, like
2: it's like following a broken GPS for uh, nah, for NASCAR, three hours. Like,
1: yeah. sick, like, the last like
2: few
0: laps are obviously very intense.
2: Yeah,
1: there's no such thing as right turning at all. It's just left,
2: left. Not I, an ambi turner,
1: like Zoolander. <laughs> yeah, so I think if that's out of the way, uh, that will crack- conclude this week's episode of the Comet Sports Podcast. We love all of you. And appreciate all your support. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one, guys. Yep, have a good one.
3: Yep, have a good week.